Thank you for joining me on the first episode of Music by My Friends. Oh, this is the first one? This is the first one. Oh, dude, I'm honored. Like, Thank you. I had this idea a little while ago, uh, and I was like, maybe I'll do that sometime. And then like a couple days ago, I was like, Lucas is releasing a song <laughs> soon. <laughs> maybe we just do that. I'm, Dude, that's exciting. Because uh, I know how much you love talking about yourself. Yeah, it's my favorite activity. I do it to everybody, which is why no one is friends with me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> if you have not yet listened to Sentimental Clown, uh, pause this episode, go listen to it. That's important because we'll be talking about the song. And Just a little bit. We'll wait. Set, set the timer for how long is it? It's like three minutes, 40-something seconds. Well, I mean like set I, a timer for I feel like ideally they're going to pause it. No, 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 we should wait for them. <laughs> just like in silence. So here's your opportunity right now to go and listen to Sentimental Clown. Um, it's linked below, and, and we'll wait. Welcome back. <laughs> <laughs> I was, it, was, it took everything in my body to not laugh. For the like, the, like, 10% of you that actually did that. Uh, thanks. Thanks. Uh, glad you're back. Uh, Lucas, this song freaking slaps. Thank you, man. I, I I mean, you know this, but I've had this song pretty much ready for about nine months. And I've had like, I've gone back and forth between the subject matter and the production of it, wondering if it was ready or something I wanted to release. And the fact that like it's releasing, it just makes me really excited, but also nervous. Yeah. How long ago was it that you started this song? So I remember, I'm trying to find an exact day. I think it was april of 2022 so it's been over a year because mm -hmm. i remember in the caffeinated times when we were working with kaylin mm -hmm. and tracking at the chapel yeah and i remember showing you that day the demo that i did the previous few days and it was the demo for this one mm -hmm. i also remember the de the day that i actually like made the first draft of the demo and exported it was a, a day that i went to the cheesecake factory with i believe no it was josh and Kahootly. Okay. Um, yeah. You were, I think you're supposed to go, but some got in the way. Um, and so, yeah, happy memories always are just like kind of like tied to the song, which is really good too, because it's kind of, it's a happy song with good vibes, but a sad story. Yeah. <laughs> but, like I remember when you first sent me the demo and I feel like this was one of my favorite ones that I had heard from you yet, especially up to that point, I was like, this is, it's got such a nice pocket. It's just fun. It has a real chain smokers vibe. Yeah, I've um, heard that one a lot. But <laughs> I was but, going for a different vibe that is much more niche and, you know, and no one cares about, but we'll go ahead to that later. I mean, I don't think it's like basic chain smokers, but like I, I instantly thought about it in like the groove of it. it. It's got this nice pocket that I feel like I could listen to yeah. over and, and over and again. And you know what? Like at work today, I was thinking about how we're going to record this podcast. And I was like, I know that everyone's going to, it's chain smokers is going to get brought up. Mm -hmm. So I was like, let me at least. See if that's cool. So I like, cause I only really listen to like 
something just like this and selfie and maybe Paris. This feels a, a lot like something just like this. And yeah, I got that. I think that's but why like, it's like such a Chainsmokers vibe. It's it, because like, it's song. the doom, boom, 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 boom. It's like that like chord yeah. progression is similar to Chainsmokers. But I will say I listened to their most recent stuff and you know what? I'll take that compliment. They're, yeah. they're pretty good. Yeah, it's a, good, it's, a, it's a good piece of feedback. Yeah, their 2022 album was honestly pretty all right. I was, I was pretty surprised. I'll be real. I have not listened to it, but I feel like I should. I, I, I'm pretty critical of electronic music because it's the genre that I'm in and there's a lot of things that are just generic about it. Yeah. Um, but there are some good ones in there. There are some ones that I'm like, okay. I'm curious. Uh, I don't know if I've ever asked you this. Why have you, why did you choose EDM as the genre you wanted to put all of your time and creative energy into? Like, how did that I mean, happen? There's a few reasons. Um, Ultimately, like part of it is because I, it, and it's something that I cringe about, but also something that is just kind of my identity now. Um, I was absolutely that kid in high school that was like, dubstep is the best genre. <laughs> and I was like, have you guys heard of Skrillex? Like I was that kid yeah. in high school. And I'm sorry to everyone <laughs> that knew me <laughs> in high school because I was not fun to talk to. Um, but, uh, and I don't really, like, I think most people have turned away from that era of electronic music. Um, like, like dubstep has come, like Skrillex did an album in 2023. It's good, but like, it's different from what he was doing that changed the game for like a decade. Yeah. Um, I mean, listen, dubstep is still cool. It is still like, it just, it, de <laughs> it depends on which, cause I don't know. Like that's a tangent we'll get into <laughs> later. Cause like I have a love hate relationship with it. Mostly hate, but some love. Um, I don't know. There's, when it comes down to its core EDM, doesn't focus as heavily on lyrics. There's a lot that do. Like Chainsmokers actually has some, some decent lyrics. Um, there's, uh, who am I think? Elo Elo. I know that sounds like something I just made up as gibberish, but that's an artist that actually does some pretty good lyricism. On Planets, he's kind of more indie, but started off in the EDM scene. And he's a, one of the best lyricists I personally know. So there are people that are, do EDM that do lyrics, but for the most part, I actually don't listen to music and consume music lyrically. Mm -hmm. I really consume music mostly like through melody. I'm sure this will come no surprise to you, Jeremiah, but my favorite artist is Son Holo, who has said multiple times in interviews that like he sometimes doesn't know how to explain how he's feeling in words, but he can put it in his guitar. Mm. Um, and that's kind of how I consume music is I don't really know how to put it. I mean, I know how to put it in words most of the time. I'm not that like deep about it, but I definitely way more pay attention to the production, the melody, and there's a lot more of that in EDM. Also, just this is a personal preference, but I, I some people really can't get into the sonic quality of EDM because it's like so flat and high end and crispy. I like that. Mm -hmm. I think it's my ADHD, maybe because it just it feels it feels like it's filling my entire brain. Yeah, um, and it just lets my brain kind of turn off for a second and just enjoy that. Yeah. So, like, if I'm hearing you right, uh, you correct can correct me if I'm wrong. Sure. I know there's a lot of things there. Sorry. Yeah. 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 No, like it. So it sounds like your passion is communicating your emotions through the music of yes. your songs. And, I write my lyrics last, Yeah, and which is controversial. But. Well, and it's like your lyrics are there to help get people that aren't as deep into the song on the same page as you. Correct. Yeah. Like I, I only sing in my songs cause I feel like it, and this sounds bad and I, and I'm glad I do because it gives my music a special element because not all, EDM artists sing on their own stuff. Yeah. Most don't. Um, but I only sing on my stuff because it gives a, a more wider net to cast to an audience. Yeah. Um, and, and I'm glad I do it because it does, it is something that gets me out of my comfort zone. Um, I don't like my voice, but yeah, lyrics, lyrics are something I write last. They're the things that I relate to the least. 
because I already know what the song's about emotionally when I'm writing the instrumental. But then when I have to come up with lyrics, I'm like, okay, what's the song about? Yeah. In, in a sense. So it's, it's weird. Would you ever make a song intentionally as an instrumental? I mean, that's how all of my songs start. So yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, okay. So, so tell me a little bit about the emotion behind Sentimental Clown. Um, it's interesting because it's like, it's a mixture of a few things. It's Sentimental Clown is like the recalling of, of happy memories and socializing and all these other things mixed with the, the pain of, of, um, realizing that it's not as active in your life anymore. Mm. Um, and then the longer you, you go about avoiding social situations, the harder it is to continue going to social situations. And then all of a sudden, like, and I didn't realize how accurate this was until I actually really recently posted a promo to my Instagram and TikTok, um, that like, it's apparently really common for people to like kind of write, cause I thought this was just a me thing that I, I thought it was going crazy, but you kind of write scenarios in your head as to why you shouldn't go to that social situation. Like, like the whole, uh, the hook, I hate him, my, who hates her, who just hates herself more. It's like, I, it's like saying like, oh, I can't go to that situation. Cause there's, there might be beef for that one guy because this one thing that happened that he probably doesn't even remember who doesn't like that other person. Like you put in these things that don't make sense. Mm. Um, and it's, it's like, kind of yeah, I don't know it, it it so that's what it was about to me it was like like experiencing social anxiety after like realizing that like socialization leads to beautiful memories uh, like it's a happy sounding song but it's a really sad message because like I was the happiest in 2021 when I was graduating college and then I moved here and I met chapel people mixed with the memories I just made with my friends in college like happiest I ever was hands down and then 2022 just life just kind of kept hitting and I just went into my turtle shell. And then in November, when I w was getting ready to finish the song, was like the most secluded I think I was. Um, which is, yeah, so that's when I wrote that hook. And so that to me is just kind of telling the story of fighting that turtle-like tendency, I guess, which is the dumbest words I could probably come up with for that. But no, yeah. That, no, that makes sense. Do you... Uh in your sharing of this story, like I know you said you put the promo up and, and, mm -hmm. other, and you've talked about it in other places too. Um, have people, you kind of said this, but have people uh, resonated and, and reached out and yeah. like affirmed the feelings that you've talked about? Yeah. What's, so it's really cool. Like Instagram and TikTok are kind of like posting ads in two different directions. So I feel like Instagram is like me telling my friends, hey, this thing's coming on. Then TikTok is your outreach. Mm -hmm. Um which is really annoying how that's happened because it used to be one of the same, but it is what it is. But I had friends on Instagram be like, first, like there are some people that are like, wow, you cut that really well. This is such a dope promo. But then like there are people that reached out that said, yeah, I've, I've definitely experienced this. The, the photographer for the album art, um, his name is Nick Rasmussen. I'm probably pronouncing his last name wrong, but who cares? <laughs> probably Nick. Um, but he reached out and said like, dude, this is the most, like I relate to this more than I ever thought I would. Cause I, I explained to him what the song was about, but like, I think, and he loves my music, but I think he was more like, yeah, dude, uh, here's the, here's the amount of dollars for the photo. Um, mm -hmm. and I, and I say that kind of tongue in cheek, I freaking love Nick. He's a cool guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, like, and I got, uh, what r was really like what doubled down on it. Like, cause I, I always have this fear whenever I post music that like my friends are just biased 
and they like my music because they know me and they think, oh, I know this guy that does these cool things. What really got me is when I started, I got like a few comments. Tick, I mean, I just started my TikTok account, so I didn't get a lot of comments, but I got a few that were like, I really resonate with, like there's a girl in California that was like, yeah, I graduated college and started doing, um, like she's Twitch streams full time. And she was like, I haven't had the guts to socialize in like almost a year now. And so that, excuse me, you had T burps. Um, that was really affirming to me hearing yeah. that like someone that I will never, ever meet, probably never talk to again say like, yeah, I can relate to this. Yeah. Um, so that's really cool. Yeah. Um, when you release the song, obviously this this episode's coming out, you know, the day of the song's release. Right. What do you hope for it? I mean, this is, and it's kind of a blue sky question, like if you had your way, what would it do? But also just in like a realistic sense, like what is your, what's your hope for this song? Right. Um, that's actually, I was kind of just breaking that down recently to um, a friend slash mentor. Like um, I have had people uh, in my life that are also in the production scene really, um, take my back, um, that I've really, they're really business minded people that have really grown their brand. And I'm really like happy that I get to witness that. And I have that guidance for whenever I'm ready to do that. Mm. But ultimately right now where I'm at in my life is that like, I think having a goal of being at like over a hundred thousand monthly listeners on Spotify feels both silly and with the subject of social anxiety, kind of terrifying. Mm. Um, I think mostly what I want to do, which I'm kind of achieving even with like the one promo I posted is like connect with someone that like, cause like hearing a friend, um, say like, Hey, I'm dealing with a lot of social anxiety, um, can get various reactions. Some people like, Oh, I'm so sorry. Like you're my friend. Let me help you. Or some people like, Oh, it's not a big deal. That's just Lucas or something like that. Like there's a bucket list. There's a bucket of interactions that that could happen with that. But for someone to feel comforted with the song that doesn't know me, that's the goal. I don't care the number. I just want to reach a group of people th that um, like feel comforted with the subject matter because I feel like it's it's not often that you you get a summer bop that's about being anxious and staying inside. Like yeah. it's a, it's an interesting song, but I think it I think it resonates because I mean like there's two types of people: introverts, extroverts. Like there's uh, introverts uh, everywhere. Unite. I guess, I guess I don't know. <laughs> Like, um, I just, I don't know. I really want someone to kind of feel comforted is, 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 uh, is the vibe, I guess. Yeah. And I, I really think it, I, I think it's going to do that. Um, I hope so. I don't have the level of social anxiety that I know that you do that we've talked about. Um, yeah. but as you're talking about, um, as, as you're talking about it, I know, uh, you wear your heart on your sleeve. Yeah. Um, I think it's, I think it's really cool. I think it's empowering. Like, yeah. Um, you tend to, it's, you've always been somebody that, that seems uninterested with, um, pointless music. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like it, the, like if I was to ask you about any song or demo that you did, like, what was the point you, I feel like you would have a good answer. Even if the point was just like, I just needed to feel better. Yeah. And so I, made I have this, a lot of those, you know, um, I, I just, I just feel like that's a quality that I see in you a lot. And so I think, um, your pulse on this topic and your ability to communicate that uh, is only going to continue to touch people that struggle with it because it is like there are so many people yeah. um, that have that level of social anxiety that you talk about that it's like there's there's practical playing outs of scenarios and situations that other people who don't have it would never think about 
Um, but to the people that you're talking to, yeah. they're like, that's it. Like, exactly. Like, how did you say that? How did you say it so clearly? Like it's, that's exactly it. Um, and I think you're already experiencing that. I think you're just going to continue to experience that more. Yeah, I hope so. I, th- I think the coolest comment I got so far, which I think like at first I was like, this is an insult, but then I realized that it's actually a compliment, um, was <laughs> someone on TikTok commented, um, I don't really dig the song, but the message really got to me. Like, <laughs> like I was like, I was like, I guess mission accomplished. But like, still, even people that like don't connect, like I get it. Like, EDM is not for everybody. The sonic quality is not for everybody. Um, I try to cast a wide net with the stuff I make. Some nets are, that I release are wider than others. Mm-hmm. I have one that's definitely a little more narrow coming out later and later in the year, but. I don't know. Like the fact that like this guy was like, like, I don't identify with this music, but like this message helped me. I was yeah. like, that's already a cool thing for me. Yeah. Um, I really thought about deleting the comment, but I did not. <laughs> you should, you should go the other direct direction and pin it. It's a top comment. <laughs> yeah. Pin it, like, uh, follow him back, message him, wave yeah. on TikTok. <laughs> so glad you love the music. Yeah. Right. I just yeah. annoy the crap out of him. He's like, I'm never interacting with this guy again. Yeah. I win. Uh, so on a lighter note, like, do you have any stories of um, moments in the production of this song that, that were noteworthy, like how you came up with the hook or parts of the song that you really vibed with or yeah. what was happening when you, you know, sometimes I know sometimes hooks will hit at the most random times, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's interesting. So like I said earlier, like I write the lyrics last, which is the weirdest thing mm-hmm. um, for most people, but it makes sense to me. Um, I'm pretty sure it drove you nuts for the majority of my time at Caffeinated. No, I mean, no, that's not, that wasn't, that wasn't the thing. <laughs> that's fair. No, if there, if there was something that annoyed me, it had to have been something else. But I don't know. Unorganized project files? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, it was probably that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but no, I, I write my lyrics last. And so what was interesting about the title, Sentimental Clown, was it was the first lyric I wrote. Mm. And if you've listened to the song, you'll know that it is uh, in the middle of verse two. And that is where it was written and where it stayed the entire majority of the writing process. Yeah. Um, I literally went, and a sentimental clown. It was the first thing I wrote. I was just like, I knew that that was going to be part of the song. I didn't know what, again, lyrically, I didn't quite piece together what the message was. I just knew what the song made me feel. Mm -hmm. And I knew that the title of sentimental clown was fun. Yeah. Um, but the more I thought about it, um, and then also what came to me was I hate him who hates her, who just hates herself more. That was the second thing I wrote was the hook. Cause I always try to figure out like, what's the big moment of the song. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, um, a lot of times I write lyrics and I'm like, okay, I know what that means. I, I, the song, I, I have a song I did called breaking point. That's not out yet, but I knew what that one was about. This one, I was like, I can tell that this is about some inner battle. What's the inner battle? Mm. Um, so that that was a cool, and I also, I I got scared because I I was like this sounds like too familiar, and it 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 it, it, it reminds me, and I listened to it over and over again, and I'm like it's very different. So I, I was, it came more of a self pride moment, but like it reminded me of, shoot, I just lost the name. Hang on, you might have to cut real quick, and I have to look, have to look this up. We will not cut. Well, that sucks for you. <laughs> Nash, I love you, I hate you. I don't know oh. if you've heard that one. I might have. It sounds familiar. Um, it's similar but very different uh, in tone. Um, I don't know, but like I think the I think that song definitely had a big inspiration on the direction of this because that whole song. I mean, that song is Nash's song is more about like uh, 
um, I have feelings for this person and I don't want to. Mm. My song is more like I have desires to go socialize, but I don't want to. So it's, t- it's similar. Yeah. And it really pulled, helped pull me in the direction of like where I'm supposed to go thematically. Um, but yeah, production wise, obviously it's not, if you listen to the song by Nash, it's very different. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I think also what really got me, I was listening to, I'm going to say names that mean nothing to anybody but me. Um, <laughs> I was listening to a lot of Pluko, Elo, Elo, and uh, Drolo. I know that sounds like three words that I've made up entirely, <laughs> but they're it's, real artists. It's EDM. It's fine. Um, uh, they're all signed artists, um, but I was listening to them. I think they definitely influenced the style of the song. Yeah. Um, especially, um, again, this is the weirdest named one, but Pluko is the the one that definitely... And the, the marching drums, I will say, is definitely something straight out of Drolo's book. Mm. Um, there's a song called Imaginary Friends that Drolo did. Drolo's on San Holo's label called Bitbird. Um, the the marching snare, they, they do it a lot more crisp, a lot more like 808, 808 snare-like. Yeah. But they definitely have that like marching snare element in a lot of their songs. And that was me kind of experimenting. I've experimented with that time and time again and failed. So it's like, it's really hard to do, but that one just, it really fit that feel of like, it almost because like you can't have a marching band without a groups of people and groups of people was what I was saying I was afraid of. So it just kind of it kind of helped to come full circle to me was oh, adding yeah. that element of a crowd, you know? Yeah. So. Almost like if there was a visual for it, it's like there's somebody that's like sitting in the middle of the street with like their hands over their head and there's like a marching band like around. Them. Right, right. If I had the budget, that would absolutely be the music video. But no one. We'll Outside just, of AJR, like, has that budget. We'll just imagine it. Yeah, that's fine. I mean, you just got to make some phone calls. With with who? <laughs> I don't know. Meet a, a school band director and... Actually, you know what? I do know my drum, my old drum teacher now is a director for a drum, drum line. Just saying. You know, the answer is always no if you never ask. Well, the but song, this need... song is also about social anxiety, so I'll probably never <laughs> ask. <laughs> and, you'll, and you'll probably need more than a, a marching snare as your concept for the music video. But yes, uh, the idea is there. Yes, it's out there. If anyone wants to do one for me, I'm all for it. Yeah. I'll get a stand-in that looks like me. Apparently, I look like Son Hollow. My boss told me this today. Nice. Uh, something like that. <laughs> it's... I don't think I do. You know, I'm not saying you should do this, but it would be a, a logically, it would have logical continuity to mm. have somebody else play you in the music video. Okay. Such as whom? I don't know. But okay. it's just the, like, if you were like, I just don't want to be in the music video. And I'm like, well, you could literally have someone else play you because like, I feel like it still plays to the idea of the social anxiety and feeling like in this environment, I'm not myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know? That actually is kind of dope. Hey, Ben. <laughs> no, yeah. I I mean, for this one, I probably, at this point, wouldn't do one. Yeah. Um, but I have great interest in doing a music video. I've wanted to do, to do one for years, and I think I have two songs that I could see myself doing that with. But yeah. Who knows? That would be soon. dope. Maybe soon. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cool. Um, is there any, I, I want to leave space for any other points you wanted to cover. Um, um, that's a great question i feel like there probably is i do want to point out nick rasmussen is also first of all coolest most talented photographer i know which is a tough thing to say i should actually redact that statement because my girlfriend's also a very talented photographer who has also done work for my album (laughs) um but like nick rasmussen is just really um he was really the first person like he was a friend of my brother's i've never met him in my life he went to call the same college as me 
Um, and he's just so freaking talented, but he's also like super on board with the music I make and is always super appreciative of, um, my even like asking of using his talents. So he's also did the, the, co the cover art for too cold. Mm, um, oh yeah. Uh, so he did this one as well and he just, he's a super, super sweet guy. This one was one of his most like this one. So he has a merch store. You can link that below too, if you really want to, um, the, he's got a book, I think, if not Prince of, of like his his photos and i believe this is like one of his most popular prints so like i'm hmm. thankful that he's letting me like license it for this because i know that some people are like no yeah um but that's nick, cool nick's a super dope guy so i just wanted to shout that out too really quick shout out to nick shout out to nick and also i he definitely asked me to send him a playlist for running a long time ago and i never did well, that's another aspect of this reminder too. Yeah. yeah. I, there's a lot of people I have to text back and, and it's funny. Cause like I had to really make it a point to not let the song be like, Hey everybody, sorry, I'm not texting you back. Like I wanted it to really just be about the song. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 um, yeah. It was tempting. Because, so you're trying to like tie up all of your loose ends before <laughs> right. the song releases. Um, Cause like, I mean, I'm a lot better in person. Like, than I am on the phone for sure. I think the phone honestly truly makes everything seem scarier than it is. Mm -hmm. I'm really, but like, I, I think this is because my girlfriend's the same way and we're both ADHD. I think, I think it is that because like it's the, the aspect of like, it's being like overstimulated almost. Yeah. You know, there's so much happening. Um, and so that, that contributes to that as well. Anyway, this yeah. is a tangent that's only loosely related to the song. It was, it was related, yeah. yeah. Um, how can how can people follow you? I know that you just uh, started a TikTok. Yeah. Um, so my username across all platforms is, is the same as, as Spotify, Hibdonian. It's not a very common name that people are chasing after. How do, the, how do you spell it, just uh, in case? H-I-B-D-O-N-I-A-N. -I -I I'm pretty sure you can also just look at the title of this episode. That's true. You could, <laughs> but... You know, doubly sure. Yeah. Now you have no excuse to misspell it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I'm on Instagram. I am on TikTok. Um, I should probably update my Facebook because the last time I posted Hebdonian on Facebook was when I was trying to be a YouTuber in high school. So I'm going to fix that before the song comes out. It's okay. I feel like no one uses Facebook anymore. No one uses Like, it's not true. Like, people do use Facebook, but like, no one uses Facebook. My sister loves using Facebook and it, it really fits. <laughs> 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 uh, that was good alright well if you have not if you're one of the, the majority probably of people that have not yet listened to the song go freaking listen to it and then um, follow him add it to your playlist do all the things and uh, yeah sweet music mm. I hate him who hates her who just hates herself long who's hating